News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with Air on News Talk. Interesting uh, story in the paper today. The EU looking to ban products including mini shampoos and ketchup uh, sachets in hotels and restaurants as early as 2025. Uh, firms of all kinds will be barred from using single-use plastic wrapping and containers. Uh, and there's going to be moves to boost the use of reusable coffee cups, beer bottles, takeaway cartons and packaging from online Orders. Uh, we're joined uh, by former President Mary Robinson, who, of course, is now chair of the Elders Group of Former Leaders and the ex-UN Climate Envoy. Um, Mary, thanks indeed for talking to us. And we are going to get to gender equality and its role uh, in a second. But I don't know if you've had a chance to even uh, peruse the papers this morning. But is that the kind of measures? Are they the kind of measures we need to see more of from the European Commission, do you think? Yes, it's it's good that we're coming closer to the circular economy and ruling out waste, particularly plastic waste. Uh, we need to do that. And the EU is stepping up, as it did, in fact, step up at COP27 um, uh, in uh, a commitment there to, inc- you know, to uh, say that um, we would um, reduce emissions, the EU would reduce emissions by 57%, not 55% by 2030. It's one of the very few countries to actually step up uh, during the COP. Um, so, uh, but unfortunately, if I could put it this way, Shane, uh, we're in a, a very worrying uh, paradox at the moment, uh, you know, especially coming out of the conference in, in Egypt, because it became very clear we're on the cusp of a clean energy world, you know, with lots of cooperation, lots of innovation and commitment. But we are, in fact, headed for a 2.4 degree warmer world, which would be catastrophic. It's exactly the same as made me, you know, get emotional in Glasgow when I realized when Climate Tracker added up all the commitments. We're still in that position. If, if, if countries did everything they've committed to and corporations did everything they're committed to, we would be on course for a 2.4 degree world. Meaning if they don't um, even do that, we're worse. Um, and, and that's catastrophic. It so is. we have to we have to change course, which is why we have to talk about climate a lot on your program and every other. Yeah, program. no, we we do, uh, we absolutely <laughs> do. Uh, you're absolutely right. Uh, your recent um, piece in the Irish Times, you said, when it comes to climate crisis, we ignore half the world's population at our peril, meaning women. Uh, what did you mean by that? Well, there are lots of studies now to show that the climate change, climate change, the climate crisis poses a real threat to women's livelihoods, health and safety. In many parts of the world, food, water and food security largely depend on the activities and access of women and girls. And at the same time, women shouldn't be seen as mere victims. They are the farmers, they are the entrepreneurs, the custodians of natural resources, as well as the carers of young and old. And they're also the innovators to finding solutions. Uh, I'm involved in a number of women's networks who are very committed to finding solutions. But there is a big gender injustice. And I set out a number of recommendations that would help that, including a more balance of, of women and men in national delegations going to conferences, you know, disaggregated data, ensuring um, that the uh, transition to low carbon economies fully includes women at all stages, from decision making to capacity building and from investment to policy design and implementation. And in particular, guaranteeing that climate finance goes to uh, women on the ground who are you know, building resilience in their communities, who get a tiny, tiny proportion of any climate finance. OK, would you go further than that? And uh, I mean, do you think that, uh, for example, that uh, senior uh, female politicians 
are more likely to move on climate action than male politicians? There is actually increasing evidence of that um, in women-led governments. And, you know, one of the champions at the moment of change at a really serious level is a woman leader, the Prime Minister of Bermuda, uh, Mia Motley. I'm very uh, encouraged by the way she has been able to uh, lead on the need to reform the international monetary system. That's a big issue, the World Bank, the IMF and the other multinational banks, because at the moment they operate under a very conservative way of interpreting their mandate. And there are studies that show they could, in fact, lend far more um, at you know good rates for uh, letting developing countries move to clean energy much faster, which is essential. Um, you know, uh, we, yeah. we, we we have to see that. And, you know, we, we could have, you know, literally billions more that would then call in the trillions from the private sector because the interest rates would be lowered by the lending, the public money. And um, that's the key. And Mia Motley, and indeed, there are three women, Mia Motley, and she's been echoed by Janet Yellow in in the Fed in the in the United States and by Kristalina Georgieva, head of the IMF. Those three women have been moving this agenda. And women leaders like Jacinda Ardern and many others, um, European women leaders, are showing you know okay. a real concern for climate. Just to play slightly play devil's advocate a little bit. I mean, look, you showed when you became president that a woman can do the job as well, if not better, than any man. But are we not are we not in da- danger of of gender stereotyping if we say women are more empathetic, women are are, are likely to to do more when it comes to to climate change? Like, does it not really depend on the politician whether they're male or whether they're female? I think what we do recognize is that if there is a better balance, um, hopefully what we call parity, which is 50%, um, uh, you get better decisions. You get better decisions because you have, you know, different inputs from different, um, you know, expertise, different um, way of being brought up, different everything. Um, And diversity is really important in decision making. All Corporations now recognize that and gender diversity um, and indeed racial diversity um, is, is really important. So having a gender balance will mean that we'll have more gender justice. Uh, and, and, you know, it's, it's, not, it's not saying that women are necessarily better than men, but we, we haven't seen enough of the uh, problem solving, less hierarchical, uh, more practical way in which women do address problems. That comes out of the women's movement. It's very clear. Okay, uh, Mary Robinson, Ir Uthoran, Chair of the Elders Group of Former World Leaders. Thank you for talking to News News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk. News Talk Breakfast this morning.